Yo, 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 what's up everyone, your boy Lucidus23 coming back at you today with another podcast episode. Today is February 26th, Saturday, and what's going on? So, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to put a little bow on this whole thing, Um, and this will be the first section, the first part of the podcast and, um, you know, just wrap up everything we talked about, put a framework behind it so it's way easier to understand now that you have the 3,000-foot view. So, festival traveling secrets and festivals, festival traveling as a whole, right, as we're talking about it, putting a science behind it, basically, we're talking about the three steps, right? Number one, planning ahead. Number two, knowing the area. And number three, finding the balance. So this trifecta of knowledge will give you a simple three-step framework to be able to travel to way more festivals than you ever thought possible before. And literally also succeed in your life right so that it could be almost that simple right those three steps so really when we talk about planning ahead you know when we plan ahead right know the area and find the balance right and what what we're going to do sorry is there's also a fourth step that I haven't talked about, that's kind of outside, but still goes with the three steps, and I'm going to drop a massive value bomb on you guys, so that um, hopefully you're able to save some money, put some money in your pocket, go to more festivals, so this should be a really valuable podcast as well, if you listen in, so let's get into it. Step number one, as we have already talked about, is planning ahead. When you plan ahead, you're just, you're ahead of the game. And like when we talked about, you get what you prepare for. I will literally sit down on January 1st, what we did with my ex. After countdown, we went back to her house in San Diego. We got calendars and we filled out the entire year, every festival that we were going to go to, and then started planning from there right? So filled out everything on there. You were planned ahead, right? For the whole year. Fortunately, that year was 2020. And uh, that stuff never happened. For some reason, I actually stopped and put canceled on my uh, calendar. It was really weird. I don't know why I did that. But it, it was just very strange, okay, that planning out session was very strange, let's put it at that, but before that, I had planned out this entire year, so already for this year, I was already planned out last year for this year, right, I said it was going to be Wobble Land, right, Excision Denver, Beyond, then it's, what is it, Beyond, and then it's going to be, this year's going to be Paradise Blue, Forbidden Kingdom, EDC, Lost Land, uh, Electric Forest, Lost Lands, Hard Summer, 
um, nocturnal base canyon escape countdown something like that so as you can see it's still kind of rough but it's it's less about knowing exactly and more having just like this is the plan i know i'm going to do it and i'm going to do it no matter what right like it's about having that psychology of like i don't know how i'm going to get it done but i'm going to get it done right or i don't know how i'm going to manifest this thing but i know the universe is going to give it to me so i'm just going to trust in the universe and go right so however you frame it that's that's kind of in the planning ahead right then number two knowing the area you've studied up on the area you don't just know like you know how you're going to get from your house to the airport from the airport to the hotel airbnb or campground and then how you're going to get to the festival back to your camp obviously just walk or back to your hotel or airbnb um, planning it with group it's a whole different um topic so what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be picking a topic as well, and I'm going to be going deep into topics, All right? So if you have a topic, go ahead and DM me, Lucidus23, Lucidus23 on Instagram, um, and I'll cover your topic possibly if I'm not already going to cover it already. So, you know, knowing that area, finding somebody in the area, maybe you can stay with them kind of talking them up about the area, maybe on the phone before you get there, right? Then doing your research when you get to the area, talking to people at the gas station, talk to people at a restaurant, right? Maybe watch the news or something. I don't know. I don't really do that, but I mean, you could, right? So anything to know, knowledge about the area, Google a whole bunch of stuff about it. Uh, ask a bunch of questions, you know, what, make sure you know that area, right? Because that'll avoid uh, mistakes because, I've traveled back to places, right? And we're talking about like how easy it would be to travel to a place if you knew like 15 minutes away from your house, right? Well, I know exactly how to get to the NOS Center from my house, okay? I leave my house. I literally leave my house. I drive to the airport. I drop my car off at the thing, the parking lot. I take the shuttle from there to the airport. The airport takes me to usually Phoenix and then Ontario, California. And then used, they used to have a shuttle from the airport to the hotels. And there's even a hotel block over there. So if you can get a shuttle from the hotel, that will also save you money. Um, why we're talking about saving money is because a lot of people are like, okay, first, like, how do I get to the festival, right? Our festival's for me. How can I even get to that festival, right? That's where you start with planning ahead, right? And then you say, okay, yeah, now I know how, how or what festival and what festival I want to go to, right? And then step two, okay, but like how do I operate this festival thing, right? And this is just how you, this, this is just going to land you at the festival. <laughs> this isn't, getting into anything else besides getting there and getting back. We're not getting into the nitty gritty of stuff doing at the, at the festival yet. There's going to be tons of episodes on that kind of stuff as well, but we're just, we're, we're talking about getting there and getting back traveling safely to more events, right? So 
step two, as we're talking about, would be like, okay, I'm like, okay, how, how do I get there? Like, how does this whole festival traveling thing work? Okay, I got the plan ahead part. Okay, now I got the know the area part. Oh, like I was, like I was saying, shuttle, my bad, the shuttle from the airport, you can get a shuttle, right? Or sometimes I'll literally walk because to me, that's a, what, like a, is a $15, $20 Uber both ways. That's $40, you know, that could pay for, I don't know, something else, a shuttle pass because once I get to the hotel, Right there's luckily there's a hotel block right there. Even if I take you to Uber, it's only like seven dollars or ten dollars or whatever. But still, you know, if you're trying to save money, if you're tight on money, like this is how you do it, okay? Because <laughs> I've gone to a festival, basically nothing. So get to the hotel, and then once you get to the hotel, you check in. Right, it's good if you kind of be nice to the lady at the front desk because if you can get to know them, and they will hook you up with a friends and family discount. That is like key. <laughs> I used to be able to do that at the hotel, but the manager left, and then there's this other uh, Asian lady. She's super nice, but she won't give me a discount. <laughs> like my other my other friend, she would, and I just met her at the front desk. Desk, right? <laughs> Asking, trying to get information, learning about the town, right? Learning about the area. That's knowing the area, right? So then, step three, finding the balance, like. How fucked up are you going to get? How fucked up are you not going to get? Are you going to go sober? Are you going to try going sober? Recommend it or highly recommend going to a festival completely sober just to try it out for at least once. Um, and then, like, do you have work? What do you have to do for work? What stuff can you do at work now to get ahead? I know a lot of people have been ta- saying, like, yo, like, I don't even have time. Like, even if I want to go to festival, like, I don't have time to go if I wanted to. Well, that's where you have to start to set boundaries with yourself and set boundaries with your work and really like think about the quality of life you want to live. And if you want to just be like working all the time, which I totally get it. Like sometimes you have to, but like we want to start thinking of like, how can I get out of this, like this race? Right. And how can I start like thinking ahead, planning ahead, because if you think about these three steps, they basically go into anything of your entire life. Like, oh, I want to get this deal done. What am I going to do? I'm going to plan ahead to get the job that I want, right? And then I'm going to know the area, or I'm going to know the job, and I'm going to know what I like, want to do backwards and forwards, right? And then I'm going to find a balance. Well, I'm not going to get too messed up at work, or I'm not going to do this because I have work the next day. So it's the same thing with music festivals. It's the same thing with work. It's the same thing with anything. This three-step framework can be applied across any, across anything. It's very simple. Right? It's not meant to be difficult. This is pretty easy as long as you can get these steps down and boom, you just start cranking stuff out. Next thing you know, you're already paid up for the entire year. I'll, then you go to all those festivals that year, but guess what? You had already paid up. You had already planned ahead for all those. So guess what? You're already planning for the next year, and that's how you can start compounding up so many festivals, and you're able to go to ten festivals a year, fifteen festivals a year, right? So that's finding the balance, right? Um, I mean, just like how how I how I've done this is literally like. I told you 
I used to go in a real estate office and I would not be finding the balance. Well, right now, guess what? I'm putting in way more work. I'm putting in, I'm putting in marketing agency. I'm putting in uh, Lucidus. I'm putting in real estate. I'm putting in it all right now because like my balance, like before, guess what? Why do you think I came up with find the balance? Because guess what? I was the most unbalanced person you've ever seen. Like I still am a, a lot of times. Like if I'm eating food, I just eat tacos for like a whole a whole month, and then I don't eat tacos ever again, <laughs> right? Or I just go all out and go to 16 festivals, or I just oh I'm not going to any, right? Or you know, no, that's never happened. But uh, like you know, stuff like that. I I really like that, right? So finding that balance for me is like highly highly important because it's like yo like what's that balance between what you need to do and like what you like want to do like kind of like that like you know you have to do this stuff to get ahead but you want to do stuff that's pleasurable obviously because it just feels good and you know you could die tomorrow right so why live a life that isn't worth living okay so that's my whole thing about like don't have enough time for if you don't have enough time for at least one, two, or three music festivals a year, and you can't plan up ahead for that and all that stuff, I hate to say it, but you're doing it wrong, or you're just stacking up mad paper and getting your work done so that you can be free and they go to as many festivals as you want, right? So it's about your balance at the end of the day. But if you don't have time, I would really figure out what you're doing and then add more value see how you can get ahead add more value to your company add more value to your business see how you can add more value so then you become more valuable and then you can start getting more money start managing your time better start managing other people start managing the job the more you know about the job you know that kind of that kind of stuff um like for example how i've done that is like you go in and manage your marketing agency. So what is everything that has to do with this marketing agency, right? Like, okay, we got ads, we got content, we got creative, we got all this stuff. So who is the first one to go in and learn this? Me. I'm the first one to go in and learn all about Facebook ads, all about Instagram ads, all about, then the next thing I know, I'm in there building websites. Who's the first one to learn all about it? Me. Who's the first one to know all about? The more I know about all that stuff, the more I can manage it. Right. And and then that way I could start putting more stuff in more places and be more effective. See what I'm saying? And then you make more money. OK, it's compound effect. So uh, that's that's kind of that three step formula in a whole. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into the travel hacking part and then we'll end this one up. So the travel hacking part is for me. So th- like I said, you guys, this is my truth. This is what works for me. This is to this is not to say here like hold my hand, I'm going to hold your hand and I'm going to take you blah blah blah. No, like this is you guys I want to spark something in you so you start a light within yourself so that you start like doing and starting and looking and creating and making your own patterns and your own frameworks so that you're able to do this yourself and get better right so it's not me it's like i'm creating a spark within you that that helps you to make your own right right to this is not about me putting in the work for you or me 
And this is about you doing the work and you taking action, right? So travel hacking, right? I'm, step one is really just understanding points. So let's do this at travel hacking, right? So number one, okay, in travel hacking is points, travel points. So credit card companies and plane companies work together to do like a point system. So if you spend an X amount of money, every time you spend on certain things, you'll get double points. Um, so like literally like you could be paying for, I don't know, like say, just think about it like this. You're going on a trip with the squad and somebody wants to put down for the hotel. The hotel's like $500. You put down $500 for the hotel. You get double points on travel stuff. That's a thousand points. Well, that's another thousand points that you just earned towards a flight, which is like 5,000 to 10,000 points, sometimes more than that. But if you get them at the right time, it could be like seven to 15,000. So say you get a hundred thousand points signing bonus, which my friend was just telling me he got that today is like 40,000 points and a hundred thousand signing points, which is like 10 flights. I don't know if that's round trip flights, but I know it's at least 10 flights separate. So five round trips. So that's like you could go to EDC, Lost Lands, Escape, Nocturnal, and Countdown. So that pays for half your year. So guess what? That just saved you probably $1,000 right there. So boom, here you go. There's $1,000. <laughs> Put it in your bank account, you guys. You know, um, literally. Or... Even and even some of those plane flights are more. You could even be more expensive. And like I finagle my points all the time. Like so much that like Southwest don't e doesn't even give me. Literally doesn't even give me uh, a card anymore because Chase shut down my account because I tried to finagle too many cards. Because I was trying to. If you, sorry, <clears throat> it if you get enough points, you can get a companion pass. So I was working to get a, a companion pass so I could take me and my ex to all the festivals, but I only had to pay for one round of, of plane flights. See what I'm saying? So you can get a companion pass um, by getting 100,000, 150,000 points on Southwest. Right now they're having a deal um, that's 30,000 points and a companion pass till next February. From now till next February... If you spend $5,000 in three months. I already know what you're saying. You're like, yo, Lucidus K9, what the fuck, bro? Like, I don't have $5,000. I don't spend $5,000. And I'm like, all right, you, this is how you do it. Like, I'm not going to spend $5,000 in three months. I'm like, okay, this is how you do it. Like, literally, there's a different ways that you can do it. Number one, it's called manufactured spending. Look it up. It's a little bit sketch. You can do it. It's, it's pretty easy. Um, be cautious of what you're doing, please. And don't be stupid with credit cards. But this is how you hack it, right? So, um, like, you could send a Venmo to your friend, and then your friend could Venmo it back. You know, it does a credit card, and it does, like, you know, 5% fee or whatever. 
but that 5%, like it's, it'll only cost you like, you know, hundred or some, something dollars, but it'll be a lot less. So you use the credit card and then you just pay it off. Right. Or you can pay your rent, right? You can pay your rent with the credit card or you could buy something and then return it. You go, you know, buy something expensive like a laptop and then just return it. Right. Like it's called manufactured spending and it's how you get extra points. And I know people who've done it and they get like five cards and they do it on all five cards and then they get all the travel points and all the bonuses and all that stuff. Um, Southwest does have a fee, like a, a yearly annual fee, stuff like that. But like, dude, I've racked up so many points on there and that's how I flew. That's how I flew in 2018. I'm pretty sure all of 2018 it was Southwest, and then 2019 I did did more Delta because I can my points were out and I they were doing like a sixty thousand bonus, so I got some Delta points and I went on Delta for a while. Um, just know if you fuck up those credit cards, you're gonna pay, <laughs> and there's no simple way I could save you from that. Compound interest is a bitch. That's all I gotta say about that. Just don't mess it up. Don't spend what you don't have, okay? That's simple as that. Do not spend what you don't have, okay? And don't be like, oh, spending stuff and dream you're going to make it, okay? That's not going to work. So another thing you can do is called status matching. Status matching is where you can just say, oh, I have a diamond status at Hilton at Best Western, and then they'll say, oh, okay, that's fine, and they don't even check it. And then they give you Best Western's diamond status, basically, which gives you a bunch of discounts on hotels. So then you just go to a Best Western and then you're saving like hundreds and hundreds of dollars on on um, hotels. Right. And then go to statusmatch.com. It's called status matching and go to statusmatch.com and you'll be able to see all the places that you can status match with. And then you just start status matching all the different places. Right. That you can. And next thing you know, boom, boom, when you're status match, status match, and you have all these statuses at all these different places. So like rental car places and, um, you know, all those, all those types of places, right? So like, I'm luckily my boy plugged me for Base Canyon or I don't even know where I've been to go because that was when my cousin passed, RIP, of uh, Fent, Fent Coke, from Fent Coke, um, and literally that's when like i i had to rent a car and then i ended up showing up late and then it was the funeral was the day before and i had to do a talking i had to talk at the funeral and read whatever on blah 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 you know what i'm saying and like i so i had to get a rental car right <laughs> luckily i had status matched and I, and I had a rental car thing where, you know, you could just walk up to any car you want and get in it. Uh, my boy actually plugged me and his, his cousin works for the rental place and they got me even cheaper. So you, that's another way too, is like finding somebody who's a family member that has a hotel that works at a hotel, finding a, um, a family member that works at a, you know, rental car place, a family member that works at an airplane, right? Because then you get free flights, free hotel rooms, really cheap, you know? So that's kind of how you get in and start travel hacking. And then what you could do is you can actually find, like, these kind of people that, like, 
have connections that can connect you to start connecting you to this kind of stuff like you know people who have family members and they just give it or kind of low-key on the hush hush sell a spot off and then you can use their spot whenever and stuff like that so <laughs> that stuff's possible it's called travel hacking you guys and that is how you go to more festivals right that's secret hidden secret number four right <laughs> Like, first off, we're going to take as much action as we can, right? But then we're going to rig our system with nitrous, right? Why would you not, right? <laughs> like, how? why am I not going to have the best, like, fuel, the uh, best engine that I can, right? Like, first I built this awesome car. We had the framework of planning ahead. We have the framework of knowing the area. We have the framework of finding the balance, right? Those are all three you know, together like a like a trifecta. And then you have a fourth, which is like super boost to the whole thing, right? And that's travel hacking. So I hope this spurred a, like, spark in you somewhere to say, shit, I could probably do some of that travel hacking stuff. And then you can go in because... Most of the stuff like I heard and I paid for a course from somebody actually about credit and travel hacking and all sorts of stuff cost me like a thousand dollars or something. You know, like one of those guys off IG or whatever and dude, that stuff pretty, it works, right? But you can find all that stuff online yourself and guess what I had to do? Basically, they barely gave me any coaching and I went and found it all. Like basically what I just told you is what they told me, right? So that's another $1,000 of money that you didn't have to spend on some random person on Instagram giving travel hack advice, <laughs> right? So between that and the, the travel hacking and plane flights and all that shit, I cannot, I do not want to hear an excuse if you're not going to be at EDC or Lost Lands, okay? <laughs> like, you better be there. So um, go get to it. And like I said, I hope this sparked a spark in you. Um that you could do travel hacking for yourself, right? And go create something or find out something that I, I don't even know. And we can keep it. Uh, it's sometimes better to keep it on the low key because when too many people use it, then they guess what? They switch it, right? Because too many people hack the system. Uh, but for now, you guys, find the balance. Treat friends like family. Your boy, Lucidus23, signing out. Don't forget to go to the Lucidus Armory and get some merch. We're going to be dropping some new merch lines soon. And uh, watch out for the Lucidus Collective where we're all going to get together. It's kind of a paid community to uh, travel to music festivals and uh, just kind of get together and uh, bump heads about this whole thing. So see you on the other side, guys, and talk to you soon.